You're listening to the Men of Steel podcast affiliated with the Steel Academy in Akron, Ohio. Our panel of men take a look at how to navigate through being a man, helping young people find their way in an ever-changing world. And now, the Men of Steel podcast. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Men of Steel podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Coleman. And to my right, we have Mr. Hershey. Hello. And to my left, we have Mr. Hughes. Morning. And today we're going to be talking about responsibility with social media, part three of three of our series on responsibility. Now, obviously, for those of you who are out there watching and listening to this, it's assumed that everyone who has a social media account, I have several, they are supposed to have accountability for what they post and they're responsible for their content. But it should be known that nothing on social media is private. And that's something that all young people should be knowing about. Now, Mr. Hershey, should that accountability come from within or should it be taught by older, more mature people? Or should it be a combination of both, in your opinion? Uh, I think it should be a combination of both. Um, We are responsible for what we post on social media. But again, like everything else, it's our responsibility as adults and as role models to kind of lead the young people. Um, Young people don't always think about the consequences of their actions, you know, long term. Mm -hmm. And they think that, you know, like Snapchat that disappears after a few seconds. They think that just because they, they post it and it disappears that it's gone. And that's never the case, you know, once it's out there in the Twitter sphere or the universe or whatever, that it's, it's, it's there. Mm-hmm. And that could come back to bite them at some point in the future. And they don't always think, you know, five years from now. Yeah, they don't really know. think long term. And no. we're definitely going to touch on that later. Uh, Mr. Hughes, when uh, social media is used correctly, it could be a useful tool to help promote yourself. It could be a useful tool to help uh, get information or share um, photos or that sort of thing. Does it go back to the other accountability that we talked about in parts one and two of the series that we spoke of? You know, when people kind of put their foot in their mouth on social media, um, does it kind of like go back to what we talked about in the earlier parts of our responsibility series in your mind? It should. It should. But social media, I'm probably a dinosaur when it comes to this kind of thing. I'm very limited in social media outlets and that I've never been on Facebook. I'll just be upfront about that. I do I did just open a Twitter account about two months ago because it's easy to keep up to date with a couple things that I'm involved in with coaching or some of the schools use that as ways to get uh, information out. Mm-hmm. But like you're talking about is I think this is a whole new world that we're in with this social media that it's not even youth, it's affecting everyone. There's not a lot of accountability across the board mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing and my limited access and use of it. So you can lay that foundation and think that you're setting a good guidance for it, I feel. But I see so many adults that are getting lost in it, too. It's kind of, to me, that's alarming or disturbing. I'm not sure. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to... It should go back to what we've been talking about. I truly believe that. Yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like some mm-hmm. of the people that should be the role models and the ones you would think that would, wouldn't fall into it might be some of the biggest offenders. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. and, and that's not a good example for our young people to see older adults, trusted adults, people that they might not 
have a real great rapport with, but just people that they know just from the neighborhood or something like that, going to social media and saying things that, you know, they probably wouldn't say to a person face to face. And and that to me, you know, is very, it's, it's not, it's not good. It's, it's not a good look. And it's something that you should really pay attention to if you're a young person saying like the adults in my life, how did they use social media and what do they use it for? And I think that once you get a clear picture of that, then you should be able to, as a young person, make your own decisions as it relates to use of social media, in my opinion. I agree. I have, um, I, I've kind of been both. So I have, I have an Instagram, I have a Twitter, I have um, a Facebook. I, I have stepped away from Facebook because not that I was a perpetrator of negative, you know, and that, but around the election time, mm-hmm. I was very dismayed at some people that I grew up with and some of the the hatred and the the stuff that I was seeing spewed and right. reactions that I was seeing that I chose to step away from Facebook so I wouldn't have those negative reactions of people that I grew up with and good or bad and it had nothing to do with who they were choosing to vote for or anything. There was just opinions being spewed that you knew, like you said, they would never say it to somebody's face, but right. because it was on Facebook, it was really something that I was like, this isn't right. So I haven't been on Facebook for quite a bit, you know, a couple months. I've just chosen to step away from it. Mm-hmm. I still use my Instagram to post pictures or to follow this kind of stuff, but um, I see what you mean in those people. And then you see it when you look in the news, you know, everything that's happening with like the whole. Um, the capital insurrection yes. and all that, that was all pushed by social media. And mm-hmm. a lot of those people, if Facebook and social media wasn't around, you have to wonder if those kind of views wouldn't have been perpetrated or how much of it was the whole, you know, follow the crowd kind of, and that's you know, feed feed the beast kind of thing. Exactly. You know? That's kind of how, yeah. I, that's what I mean by like, mm-hmm. is the, the supposedly the mature adults that are yeah. wanting things can't use it in a yeah, positive exactly. way. It's got to be extremely hard for a young person mm-hmm. to look at it and say, oh, I know how to use this and I'm going to use it right because mm-hmm. there are already so many people struggling with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, there's like, I follow maybe five or six things on Twitter. Like I said, a couple mm-hmm. of schools, a couple of things I coach, and then I follow one individual that made his name uh, in sports, but he does off the stuff that, off on the side, funny things. But then it became very political, like you said. It mm-hmm. kind of turned me completely off mm-hmm. because of the way it was headed. Mm-hmm. And that stuff's out there. Yeah. It's out there forever, mm-hmm. like you said. You know, and that's the things I've explained to my kids at home. And I've seen and I've read a lot about that it can ruin ruin your career. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. thing that you do as a young individual who obviously you do not have the knowledge. And you probably, I, don't, I truly believe that there's not a lot of hate in young people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're they're still learning. They're still trying to process it. See so in the hallways may, every yes, day here, mm-hmm. and they may say something. We, you know, in our hallways especially, you may see. It's very acceptable to see the N word used, mm-hmm. and it's very acceptable to see it used by all people in in the school. Like I see other kids, like I don't have a problem with it. Well, they put that out in social media, and then later on in life, that gets pulled back up. That's a whole different situation than when it was back here at Steel Academy when you. Mm-hmm. 
12, 13, 14, 15. And it's not just steel cabinet. I'm sure it's everywhere if it's like it is now. But that's going to stick with you. Mm-hmm. And then you get a job and you go in the workforce and that gets pulled up. That That is not okay. They're mm-hmm. not going to be okay with that. They're not going to understand the mm-hmm. dynamics of what was going on. And that's where I feel like that's where our role mm-hmm. is, is trying to explain the reasons why it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we there, it's that whole... Um, good or bad, whether you agree with it or not, the whole quote-unquote cancel culture, mm-hmm. whether you agree with it or not, that is the reality of it. You have to own up for whatever you mm-hmm. post there, you know, yeah. years ago. I mean, you have to own it. Yep. And I'm a big believer of you have to suffer whatever consequence. Free speech is mm-hmm. free speech. You have the right to say whatever you want, mm-hmm. but you also have to suffer yeah. whatever consequences come from it. Right. And, yeah. I mean, that's one of the beauties of it. You can yeah. say whatever you want to say, but... But there are it. consequences for it. You have it. to own there it, are. and you accept it, and you move on. And you that's one know. of the things you have to understand you about it. You just don't it. know when those consequences are coming. Exactly. Ten right. years from now, 15 years mm-hmm. from now, you, all of a sudden you got a good mm-hmm. job, and you're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Boom, it gets yeah. pulled up, and that's all mm-hmm. going to get washed away for something you did yep. way back when. And that's mm-hmm. why it's probably more important, yeah. in my view, as a youth, to mm-hmm. try to explain this. Well, and I tell my wife all the time, it's a good thing that like we didn't oh, have 100%. this when we were younger oh, growing 100%. up. We didn't have social media. So, because we, we're not doing anything that these kids didn't do (laughs) back then. We just didn't have a camera and our phone in front of our face recording every single minute of it. Right. But we, these kids, it's a different time and they have to know the consequences of it. It's a different time. They have to understand that whatever they record and post, it's there forever and they have to be aware of it and they have to understand it. For sure. And, uh. Uh, Mr. Hughes, I'm going to go to you with this one. And Mr. Hershey, I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, you have uh, some young kids at home, Mr. Hughes. Uh, what is your general rule of thumb when speaking to them about use of social media, use and misuse, and just general things like that? Well, for us, it was a little, like I said, I'm not a big right. social media person. So we were probably a little slower in the process of all this. So it was like my 20, I go to my 25-year-old and 20 three-year-old, we didn't allow them to have smartphones till they were seniors in high school. Okay. So that's 2014, 2016. That's a tough thing for a kid to accept and understand. And that mm-hmm. made for some compatible things, but we just oh, didn't, sure. we didn't feel that it was just necessary. And we were kind of validated by the senior year because of the second one, because he got a Twitter account and he was starting to put stuff out there. And it was like, that's not acceptable. That's why we had to monitor it the way we did. Mm-hmm. Now, move forward, and our son that's 13 now, we got him a phone a couple years ago for sports now because we're, we were never uh, – my wife worked in Hudson. I was not here, so he, he gets one. It was hard to get the kind of phone we wanted, so we got a smartphone. So I block everything. Mm-hmm. I have all that. And, but we talk about why it's blocked. We talk about once you send it out, a text message is part of social media because you're sending that out. Mm-hmm. And it's there forever. Oh, yeah. And that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you probably should proofread that before you send it. You should probably make sure who you're sending that to because that youth account may not be just linked to that youth. It's linked to a family account. There's things that can be put out there. So we kind of we, we talk about all that, how it affects not just one. Mm-hmm. It affects everybody. Mm-hmm. It sticks with you. You know, we go through the process, you know. You Google search the wrong thing and think you're being funny. And, you know, we all know that things pop up. 
and then you think that's funny. You send that to your friend and say, look at this. Now you've started a whole chain effect. Oh, yeah. So that's, I mean, like I say, I'm a little bit more probably against all the social media stuff, so it's harder probably to for some people to relate because I know you, you enjoy it a lot more than I do, which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's just not my thing, but I also, I'm more of a, I would rather speak person to person. Mm-hmm. We got something to talk about. Let's talk about I'll make a quick call instead of texting. And that's how we approach it in our house is there's just too many. For mm-hmm. me, the evils outweigh the good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, Mr. Hershey, uh, what conversations have you had with your kids about the things that they post on social media, if they have it, and uh, what, what have you told them about it? Well, the only social media my kids have are Instagram. Um, just because we, in the summers, my, my kids and I like to take hikes. So they like to oh, take cool. pictures and post, you know, the the waterfalls and the hiking things and all that. Sure. Um, and the reason being, Instagram is a little more, it's just pictures. You can't really have conversations with people. So that's where I'm, you know, okay. picture, that kind of stuff. You can post that's a cool. hashtag. That's about it. Um, I won't let them have Facebook, anything like that. They're way too young for that. They don't need it. There's nobody they need to be friends with. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, I do have a, um, I have Google Family on their phone. So every app that they download, they have to go through me. They have to send me an approval for it. Mm-hmm. I have control over how long their phone is turned on. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids in class will laugh because every now and then they'll get a call from me and the kids will be like, can you, can you add 20 minutes to my phone? Because their phone's only on for so many hours per day. Mm. And they'll be like, can you add 20 minutes? I'm trying to play so-and-so with my friends. And the kids in class don't understand. Well, you only give your kids two hours of phone time. Do it. Yeah, they don't need to be on the phone all the time. They can do other stuff than that. So I'm not too far off from Mr. Hughes. Um, like I said, I, and my kids are a little younger. My kids are 10 and 12. But okay. at the same time, they don't need to spend all their time on social media. They, they, my kids are too, I still think my kids are too young to understand the ramifications of those kind of things. Right. But my kids think they know everything because my, my 12-year-old, you know, likes to likes to act like he knows what Reddit is and that kind of because he watches a YouTube video yeah. on what Reddit is. I'm like, you're not ready for all that. So, no, can I get a Reddit account? No, you cannot. We're not, we're not at that point yet. Right. And it kind of leads yeah. me into my next uh, topic here. Uh, what seemed like harmless fun could come back to bite you later. And I've seen that a lot not only with – uh, people that I personally know, but also um, athletes that I follow and mm-hmm. um, athletes that I uh, cover for one of my other jobs and that sort of thing. Now, what would you say personally to someone who told you that through privacy settings, et cetera, people couldn't see it, but nobody is anonymous online? Like, how would you explain it to one of the kids here if, let's just say, they posted something out there and it wasn't? It wasn't right. It didn't fit decorum standards or whatever, but they're about to get in trouble for it. What would you say to that person that said, hey, Mr. Hershey, I deleted that thing? Like, you know, what, what would you say to him? Well, again, because it's still out there. There's nothing to keep somebody from taking a screenshot of it, from mm-hmm. saving it, from forwarding it to somebody else. There's nothing that keeps somebody from doing something like that. And then on top of the somebody saving it and forwarding it and copying it and all that other stuff, there's still the personal, is it right for you? Is it what you're about? You still have that personal responsibility of being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to me, that's my biggest thing is whether it's right or not, is it something I believe in? Is it true mm-hmm. for me? And to me, that's the biggest thing. Just is it right? You know, whether I believe it or not, is it the right thing to do? You know, um, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. And it opens up a lot of doors to things that <clears throat> our kids are not just students here, but just general in society are not mature enough to handle. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all know that there's explicit pictures and things mm-hmm. that get sent. And you think that you're in this great loving relationship at 13 and 14 years old, and you're doing something. You send a picture. We most likely it's going to end. You know, that person's going to move on to the next person. Mm-hmm. And then those pictures, you thought, hey, did you delete those? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And that's what I trying to make them understand the moral moral issues behind it. The the self-esteem issues behind it, the self-responsibility issues behind it, and then you just get caught up in the moment. Because like you say, it's just mm-hmm. easy. It's just easy to hit send and think that, well, it, you know, it's deleted, it's gone. No, it's it's <clears throat> unfortunately it's not. Mm-hmm. And trying to get young people to understand that. That's just a hard hard thing. And it, to it do. because because young people and we were all there, we don't think yeah, past well, the moment, the moment. Right, right. We don't think, you know, down the road. We don't think long term, you know, or yeah. kids don't, not us, but kids yes. in mm-hmm. general don't. And that's hard to get them, you know. And, and, then, and as adults, when we talk to kids, you know, and like when our parents would talk to them, whatever, we don't want to listen to what our parents said, you know, yeah. whatever. We yeah. know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We were all there. And those ki- our kids and the oh, kids yeah. we deal with are the same way. Oh, we don't, whatever. Well, you, you got that. Know. And then the big thing, too, is like, I don't know about. I, I guess one of my personal scares that I'm frightened by is the the predator issue. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So the outside people that are trying and that trying to make them understand that one. I know I've had tr- struggles with that with my 13 year old where he'll want to do something or ask if he can do something and look at something and I said I just don't want I I don't like that. I don't like my wife posting pictures on Facebook uh, of our kids and that. Mm-hmm. And that's just me. But I said the people that we know. They're either going to see the kids, or we can we can send them a picture. I can send them pictures. <laughs> yeah, but when it's out there for everybody, and I, I know that there's ways to block and all this stuff, but it still makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. because you hear more and more stories every day. And I'm, unfortunately, that's just kind of the world that we live in. That I would prefer, you know, in the way people can do screenshots and change images and faces and put on this. I'm just like it. Just to me, I just I, in our family, I try to avoid it. We talk about it. It's not like it doesn't exist. But we just try to avoid those type of situations. Mm-hmm. And I don't think our kids probably, a lot of our students understand that. Yeah, yeah for sure. And to wrap it up here, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, for anyone that knows me, they know that I have a few different social media accounts. I do a lot of things as far as promotion uh-huh. and um, things as far as uh, endeavors that I'm a part of. But I look at it from the perspective of, if I post something on any one of those accounts that could be misconstrued as, you know, something that doesn't align with the views of my employers, I could get fired for it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just one of those things that I keep in mind every single time that I post something. It's just it's like, you know, how would how would Mr. Powell feel if I if I told him this, you know, face to face? How would my other employers feel if I said something about this? So it's always about thinking about 
the the bigger picture is what I'm saying. I mean, you know, and that's something that the young people here and the young people that listen to this right now have to keep in mind. They have to think about the bigger picture. And final thoughts, opinions, or anything about our topic today? No, I I think that looking at the bigger picture and looking long term is the most important thing is and that's what we have to get through to the to the kids you know it's just what happens today can affect you tomorrow yeah just to piggyback off what you said just you were talking about your current employer but it can also just affect you with someone you may want to work for Mm -hmm. because now it's become very easy you go to apply for a job the first thing they're going to do is pull up your social accounts Mm -hmm. your name they're going to google your name to see what you're out there and then they find out a your, the realness of who you are, I feel. Mm-hmm. Not what the interview process is. So trying to make young people understand that. Right. And adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just be frank. And adults mm-hmm. understand. that's They're looking at that probably more than even mm-hmm. some of the interview stuff. Because that mm-hmm. there is probably more you and your element, yep. who you are. So what do you want to portray yourself right. as? Because everyone, everyone in the interview process always tries to put their best foot forward. 100%. You know, 100%. Mm-hmm. So that... You know, when you're on social media, most people kind of let their hair down a little bit. They're more true to themselves, you know. And when you're coming from the employer's perspective, you want to look at both avenues because you're thinking, okay, what is this person like on this side? What is this person like when he's not at the office? And then you mold those things together and you make your decision from there. But you definitely don't want to give somebody a wrong impression on your other side of your life when your interview says something completely 100% different. Well, and kind of like what we touched on about, like, they dreams to go to college or play sports, college coaches are actually are checking the, the Twitter accounts oh, and they all do. that kind of stuff, they too. Do. To see. It's right there. It gives you know, you, they want to know who they're mm-hmm. going to invest four years of school and, and money and effort. Like oh, said, yeah. College <laughs> scholarships, even athletic and academic Academics. scholarships are what kind of person big are we, money. What kind of person, right. what kind of person, yeah, mm-hmm. what kind of person do, is going to be in this locker room for the next three to four years, mm-hmm. and can I trust this person to conduct themselves in a, in a manner that mm-hmm. you know fits not only my values but the school's values, the team's values, etc. It's huge. It is huge. Well, thank you guys for your input and your um, conversation on this. We certainly appreciate it. That wraps up our series on responsibility, parts three of three. You can check us out on Anchor, TuneIn Radio, and other podcast platforms, and you can check us out on the Steel Academy. Facebook page as well. For Mr. Hershey and Mr. Hughes, I'm Mr. Coleman saying so long and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Men of Steel podcast. You can visit us on our website at www.steelacademyedu.org. You could also follow us on Facebook at The Steel Academy. The Men of Steel podcast is available on most podcast platforms. Thank you for supporting the Steel Academy, where champions are made of steel.